Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part-friendly panel show, part of vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, the part panel show, part vicious competition. But I don't think it's going to be vicious today because all my panellists are really lovely. So the first panellist I've got to introduce you to is the fabulous drunk woman that solves crime, Taylor Glenn. How are you doing? Ah, I'm very well. Think I'm here on brand. I just realized because I've got a glass of wine. Um, no. yeah, yeah, and some of these categories are criminal. This is going to be great. You're going to be okay. Right <laughs> if anything, I've come too well equipped. I feel like as I'm talking, we're talking about crime. I was going to introduce the next guest as the puppet master, but that now sounds like a sinister serial killer's name. So <laughs> how are you, not serial killer Dan Clarkson? I love that the puppet master. That could be my next Netflix thing, couldn't it? After it the Night Stalker, I am the puppet master. Commit a few crimes. Yeah, that done. Is, that is done. the only way I'm going to get a Netflix special. Yeah, so that's how I'm going to get out of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for the introduction. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Very well. All the better for seeing you. I've been trying to get you on this show for longer than the show existed, basically. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. I just wanted to wait until you had guests that I wanted to appear with, and this was the week. Brilliant. So yeah. without yeah, without further ado, the <laughs> magnificent um catnip for Daniel Clarkson Elf Lions. How are you doing? I'm I'm great. I'm just really <laughs> happy to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> My standards for a good day have dropped. Like, well said. I put two tea bags in my tea earlier, and I was like, "Wow, today's gonna be a good day." Nice. Yeah, you just got you've just got to wake up and be like, "At least I'm still here." Like, I get I get I get off. That sounds so inappropriate. Like, every morning, the geese fly over my mum and dad's house to get to a lake, and then every evening at eight pm they fly back, and I just like live for that moment where I hear. Like it just—it's like the—it's like really nice. But before <laughs> I would have like been, what the fuck is this? And now <laughs> it's beautiful. It's nature. I'm delighted by weather in a way that I never was before. Oh, it's—it's it's magnificent. 
<laughs> has it always been going on? Because I, I think it just started. I'm such a diabolical small talker now. In every Zoom meeting, I'm like, guys, have you seen the weather today? And yeah. I really mean it. It's not filler. I, I genuinely want people but to have you tra- I, I found myself cancelling meetings saying, guys, look, the sun's out. So I'm going to get out in the sun for a while. So could we have our meeting later? And people <laughs> so accepting that going, absolutely. Yeah, you should get out in the sun. Enjoy the sun for a yeah. while. We've become aware of spring. Like, I feel like this is the first year everyone's actually gone, oh, I know when spring arrives. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've certainly noticed the change just before. It was, yeah, you were just in your little hole. We're not getting that moment that I love every year where you leave work and it's still light and you have to tell everyone you know as you're on your way out the office, guys, it's still light outside. I'm going to miss that this year. Now I'm telling my colleague, but it's my husband's and he's seen the same thing as me because we exist in one room. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. I created a game so I could talk to other people. <laughs> it's working out so well. <laughs> right, let's go. Right, I've got these topics in the ball. I'm going to put on my serious cans just oh. so you have Ooh. no lead. So you oh can listen God. to this really You've just upped the game now. <laughs> well, you guys, because you guys have them, so I felt like I could. <laughs> we are like four really fun DJs <laughs> for very yeah, different parties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look like I'm going to a children's party in this. It's like a princess peach dress, but it was from a small business. That's my I was admiring it, so... I just want you to know that. It's got to be a quick, quick cue. Um, do you share the video of this? I'm just trying to decide how much I should control the lockdown double chin, which I call my lockjaw. <laughs> I take um, a few cuts from it usually, just as a. a That's break. fine. Yeah. Could you tell us when? Then we can do the pose. I'll keep and just look at the camera. Don't if it's, if Don't it's absolute gold, make sure you're pouting, basically. Okay. <laughs> I show no mercy. If the only time I'll leave something yeah. on the cutting room floor is if I don't look nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there I said it. Will that stay in the edit? We'll find out. Anyway, it's got to be like that, though. It's your podcast, babe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that um, endorsement of my bad behaviour. And the first category is um, things that live rent free in your head. So stuff you know that you sh- shouldn't bother with. So for me, it's like I know the barcode for. Cadbury's cream eggs because I used to work in Tesco and they never scammed 9060120 that's a Cadbury's cream egg on every supermarket system so there we go can't tell oh. you my friend's birthdays do you know that um, oh I I've got one but it's it's not funny <laughs> it's just we'll it's decide just a... <laughs> our standards are very low from what is entertaining <laughs> it's just um and I've just realized I'm just wearing a cardigan <laughs> <laughs> tits so low down on my body (laughs) oh yeah can't get nothing else for the listeners Um, there's a real veritable smorgasbord of outfits going on daniel's wearing a home alone sweatshirt that's thoroughly out of season but very appropriate because he is home alone and is true slowly losing all track of time um yeah elf just just a cardigan who knows if there's anything else? It's not, it's That's not all relevant. We can see. It's not relevant to the tale, but yeah, sorry about that. Um, but when I, so my parents were like desperate for me to have music lessons when I was a kid because they didn't have them when they were growing up, and they would they did that typical thing of like they mm. did well. They were like, you were going to have all the opportunities that we didn't have. So like, I did every extracurricular activity in the world. So I was constantly exhausted. But <laughs> piano was one of them, and I was so bad so it took me 
eight years to pass my grade one. You, um, you carried on for eight years. That eight dedication years because, is terrifying. No, was, I think it was just like, it was so grueling. And it was from like a really young age. And I was oh, so, no. and I just hate it. But like, I still remember this particular chord pattern, like this particular routine that goes, doo, 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 doo. I mean, I'm not going to sing it for the poor listener. <laughs> but like, I've noticed now that when I'm thinking, my hand just immediately drills out of me like I could do it just it's so small and it's so basic but you know in your head you think god I used to play this amazing piece of music and I saw a piano a a year ago before lockdown and I was like I wonder if and I just played it and it's such a pathetic piece of music (laughs) (laughs) it was like I was so proud of it because I was like I mastered it because it was a really complicated tricky little bit of the thing I hope it was one of the installation pianos like at Liverpool Street Station. You're like, thank you. Thank you. you. Eight years. Eight years. You look brilliant and creative as well. So people be like, oh, this is going to be good, guys. Get your phone ready. Oh, my God. It's so funny when that She's happens. wearing a cardigan with no undershirt. Let's gather round. But I was, I've got um, my niece is only 18 months old and my sister just got a piano and my niece knows Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is her favourite song in the world. Is and the other day, off, Daniel? Well, no, because the other day, because it's very easy to play on the piano and I played it and my niece lost her shit because she's like, she was just like, you are a god. Like, and she was like, they get, you, you, you play this. This is my jam. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Da, 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 da. I was like, you know it. Um, and then I also... And then I also pulled some bread in my pocket to feed the ducks with her and she'd never fed a duck. And so she was looking at the duck and I threw the bread and the duck came over and I was again her hero. She's like, you made duck come to you. I was like, yeah, I can do that. I have that power. Oh, wow. I'm I'm really glad there was a duck involved in that story. It's like, going to be like, (laughs) I gave her a little snack out of my pocket. I just (laughs) got a bit of bread. (laughs) For I am the puppet master. That's how it starts. She just felt bad for you. (laughs) Also, you are definitely, unfortunately, going to get three people who will reply to you now on Twitter going, actually, you should have fed them grapes, not bread. (laughs) So be warned. So true. I've got a thing that I spend too much time thinking about, which is it's my worst fear. And that is to be lost in space and just be flying until I implode or explode or whichever the thing is. But of course, in my fear, I, I, I last for a long time, like I'm floating for a whole day. Um, and the reason it's a stupid thing to think about is very easily avoided. Yes. Um, <laughs> But I could like even speaking about it, I'm inducing a, a true panic attack because it is just such a frightening thing to me. I saw gravity in the cinema and uh, the whole opening sequence is my worst fear. And Why did you see that worst... film? Did you not know what it was about or were you trying to face your fear? Do you want to know why? It's because I had a young baby and they used to do baby cinema. So I would go to every single film without even thinking about what it was. The last one I saw was Dallas Buyers Club and I'll never forget because she was a toddler. And you always remember your last baby cinema. You're like, you are too old for this now. She's like running up and down. Then I'm like, are you taking this in? Are you getting the nuances of American healthcare and its shortcomings? But um. Yeah, I just honestly, like I'm sweating now thinking about how scary it is. I mean, I think all of anxiety, that is the definition of anxiety, isn't it? It's just spending time thinking about stuff that you shouldn't. Like, just go, don't go into space. Don't be like Mr. Musk. 
what are you doing next Tuesday? Like, just stay out of space. It's not like jury service. They won't be sending you against your will. No. And I've managed to avoid that my whole life. So why? Oh, it was really fun. I enjoyed that. I love dishing out judgments for deserving. It was, uh, (laughs) was and a week off work, fully paid. And they fed me. Honestly, it was great. I felt like it was a legal drama. I just, you talking about being able to avoid going into space, just two things hit me. Like, it made me think, I remember when I went on a school trip to the Cévennes once when I was 13 to do like a geography field trip. And my dad, before we left, gave me a book on how to climb out of a well. And <laughs> it really like hit me because I was, I was sort of thinking, <laughs> what scenario do you think I'm going to get into in, in order to need to learn to get out of a well? And he, I remember him so clearly because he put me, because... I remember he gave it to me. He was like, do read this. <laughs> do. And I did. And I now know, depending on the width of the well, <laughs> you're kind of screwed if the well's too big. Yeah. But I now you know. you have to shimmy up, right? Yeah, you have to push your back and you have to do this particular sort of technique and you live off the moss that grows within no. the cracks of the well. Wow. That's such a detailed Had, had you been on the same trip as a child and had an accident in a well and sat down there going, if I ever have children, I yeah. promise this one thing, I will make sure they yeah. know how to deal with this well situation. She will play, play the, the piano. Yeah. 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 Use the chord sequence to get out the well. Is this a whole book? Does it take a whole book to explain? It had also like a few other circum- other scenarios. It was called How to Climb Out of a Well. And that was like the, the big chapter. That was oh, the big money maker. I love this. And there was a few other We need other to find things. this book. It was, I will find yes. it. It was really, it was just one of those things your dad gets you, which you know means in his way that he loves you. But you, it doesn't... <laughs> It's, it doesn't, it's not what your mum would get you, you know, which, would, which would be a pair of jeans too small, but they'll be like, but you know, by next summer, whilst your dad's like, I don't want you to get trapped like that child in the ring. Okay, I was just going to say, of course I go to the ring and there's such a great, probably obscure and nobody would like it sketch, but that's the only kind of, right? Where you have like Samara at the bottom of the well, but like somebody lowers her down this book and so the whole story is changed. <laughs> When she comes out, it's not as creepy. She's like, I read the book. Yeah. I ate okay. moss. <laughs> it's a teachable moment about listening to your parents then, isn't it? Rather than a horror show. Let's a lot, make that film. A lot <laughs> fewer kids had their heads ripped off for putting their head out of a train window than I was led to expect as a child as well. Yeah. <laughs> that was a harrowing book. Ooh. And illustrated by Quentin Blake. No or so was it picking up sparklers when they'd gone out. That I was, throughout childhood, that was the worst thing. If you were ever to do that, your hand would fall off, implode, turn (laughs) into a claw. There were these adverts of just, whatever you do in life, do not pick up a sparkler once it's gone out. That's it. Did you guys ever see that advert? And it was about, it was a birthday party. I'm not sure, Taylor, if this would have um, been on, like, but it's, I've tried to catch up on every creepy public service video in the UK, so... It's a very UK... But it's like these little kids on a farm and it's his birthday party and all of his friends go to play on the farm, but they keep getting visited by the Grim Reaper. One one falls into a bog and drowns. I was going to say, yeah. gets mashed to death by a combine (laughs) 
And it cuts to him on his own at his birthday table and no one's saying it says be careful on a farm again a lot fewer farm related deaths than you would expect in your yeah. childhood based on what tv told you well i guess the end is a birthday because it's like let's get the best day of a child's life so they'll really pay attention to death yeah oh my god oh that's beautiful we um, will find it british people we're great aren't we yeah. We warn that. Well, there's the grain pit one. Oh, yeah. Wow. That never happened to me. Yeah, I no. was always wary of it. Of just I actually that. grew up on a farm and I was like, wow, nobody warned me about shit. Yeah. Like, we used to play on all the equipment. We just knew like one half of the barn had thinner flooring. Yeah. They're like, don't go there. You might fall through. But it was a very loose there. It's just somewhere over there. But you the didn't fear pit, that, what? just space. <laughs> Endless new frontier, Iris space. I'm so it. glad you're not going to go into space, babe. I think that would, yeah. I just don't think it's worth it. I'm now, getting, it. I'm now getting anxiety pangs of what if they told me I had to go to space? Yeah. Like what if someone knocks on my door and goes, look, you've just got to go to space now. You have to go. Well, I'm, I'm not like, giving you the choice. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So I'm like, maybe I should be actively... Face your fear. Trying to go to space. Yeah. They won't ask us anyway because the space suits don't fit women. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, they don't, do they? <laughs> it's all fine. Um, this is what we've been building up to. This is the patriarchy to protect us from space. Um, so right. Get lost. Uh, yeah, so that was things that live rent free in our heads. Um, I was the opposite of Elf. I learned the first few chords of Train Drops on Jupiter off YouTube a couple of years ago. And whenever I see a piano, I do that. And then I go, nobody wants to hear me do the rest. Everyone thinks I can play. I can't. It's just those notes. There we go. Oh, I, wish I do known, have a rap stuck in my Charles head. I wish I'd known Elf. I would have told you <laughs> all my secrets. Uh, what, okay, go on. No, I was about to, I really feel bad. I suddenly realised that when I was 12 years old, so almost like 30 odd years ago, I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. And a friend of mine, we got the magazine. Do you remember Fast Forward? Does yeah. anyone remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I And it had that. the lyrics to the Partners of Crime four verse rap um, turtle power. And I learned it as a 12 year old and I can't forget it. And it's, it's still now it's, it was in my head, moment, word Daniel. to word. It was for this moment. Your whole yeah, life has been building th th this up. This is a six this and a half minute rap. I could give you the first verse That's to amazing. prove it. Um, I mean, yeah, so I I I, I've I got like nothing but to. time. Yeah. Well, well, I'll literally do it just because, you know, I don't remember Shakespeare that I've been in. I don't remember Burkhoff that I've been in, or Brecht I've been in. This will not leave my head. A little it's bit of humble brag in there with the turtle. Oh, no, no. You know, yeah. Through my no, career. Yes. It's really Brecht. weird what stick the stuff that you yeah. want to stay in there never fucking does. Yeah. I also like don't remember which... Goldilocks and the Three Bears working men's club 2009 that I was in. Don't remember that either. <laughs> But I yeah. wish I I wish I was there. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll uh, give you I'll give you just the first just the first verse. Okay. Now this is so um out of a half shell that the heroes four in this day and age could ask for more. The crime wave is high with muggies mysterious. All the police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this lethal evil force. This is serious. So give me a quarter. I was a witness. Get me a reporter. Call April O'Neill in on this case. Hey, you better hurry up. There's no time to waste. We need help like quick on the double. Have pity on the city man. It's in trouble. We need heroes like the Lone Ranger when Tonto came pronto when there was danger. They didn't say they'd be there in half an hour because they displayed turtle power, and it goes on and on and on and it will not leave my oh. head for 30 years can you so that's there. A career talk to my kids yeah there you go i'll <laughs> come on to like zoom that. yeah yeah <laughs> now let's talk about bullying <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, because this led to much bullying when I was a child. Okay. <laughs> there were some good cultural references in there, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, surprising. I had to learn the prologue to the Canterbury Tales in Middle English, and no one in my class will ever forget it because there's something about how they drilled it in and that the words sounded so weird. So I'm with yeah. you. But that's a cooler thing to have, though. That's a cool to say, I know the Canterbury Tales, or, you know, no, I know no. the Miller's oh, Tale. No, no, no. That was, yeah. that was the no. one for me. That okay. Was, um, that was a. A point scorer. I won't lie. Oh, all right. You, oh, you I see how this works. You put yes. Um, yeah. it, the whole point of the um, scoring system is to entertain me specifically. Oh, brilliant! A uh, lot of people don't realise that, and it is that biased. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom Tuck said he didn't like rugby the other day, and I was like, "You're talking to a Welsh person. You've lost. You're done. I've just drawn a line through your column. You, you, you've had it, mate. Uh, right, weddings." I've got a wedding story. All right. It's not my own. I'm going to throw somebody else under the bus. Yes. Um, just because as soon as somebody brings up like awkward moments at weddings, this is what I think of. So we went to the wedding of an old friend of my husband's and there was a lot of tension building up to this wedding because they had broken up at one point and then decided to get back together. And it had been a case of when they broke up, all of his friends, not my husband, basically said like, mate, well done. She is a bloody nightmare. And then they got back together and they're like, but, but also beautiful, <laughs> great at other things. So they got married in Stoke and I can only describe them as they're both very humorless people, which made this more awkward. So they had, it, it was all just an uncomfortable wedding. Like it, it just felt it was what it was. They had painstakingly learned a waltz for their dance and there had been so much buildup. Is somebody playing a waltz? Do you hear that music? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you playing a waltz? <laughs> it's the ring girl from the well. She's come back to thank you. <laughs> So I only use these headphones as, as noise blockers to prevent bleed. And I didn't realize that they were on. That was so <laughs> weird. Cause the moment I said waltz, well, that'll explain the other things I was hearing in my head that I just let them slide. <laughs> okay. So they I mean, that, that was the outcome we hoped for. Not that you it's like a smacking waltz. Were you at the wedding? Where am I? <laughs> it starts to become host the horror film on Zoom rather than <laughs> like a chilled out evening. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so much build up to like, we've learned a waltz. They're going to do a waltz. Everybody be, be very serious during the, they spent months on this waltz. What they hadn't accounted for, they had learned each step perfectly. They were very mechanical, but you could tell they were doing each step. They had not accounted for the size of the room compared to the room that they had learned in. So we could all see you know this sort of moving around we're like they're doing it wow and then we're like they're gonna go to the wall oh no this maneuver is gonna take them to the wall they've got to divert they've got to like work together as a couple and be like make eyes with each other and be like let's go this way we learned this way but we're gonna go this way no they absolutely he just swung her into the wall <laughs> oh no and this is where the humorlessness comes in because any other couple would have been like hilarious that funny that's better than any setup funny dance and it was like two remote control robots that you have against the wall just like like they just couldn't get out of the loop of like just keep going but there's nowhere to go and it was kind of i think they're not together anymore it just felt like this allegory for like we are going <laughs> 
It also sounds like what happens when you play The Sims and The Sims sort of malfunction. Yes. They're sort of in the corner. Yeah, just get it is absolutely The Sims. Oh, God. But was it like fun as an audience member, audience, as like a member of the gang to be like, oh, that's what are they like? Or was yeah, it just later. like... Later, when we all were alone, like the eight of us who were like, phew, <laughs> and drunk, and we're like, holy fucking shit, the waltz. <laughs> oh, God. All, all that time, all that money, all that, all that time and all money. That- and the, I mean, it's really, it's very tragic because you, obviously they were having problems and it's like, they had put all the effort into this, like, if we can just waltz. We'll be all right. We've got a chance. There's so much pressure, it seems, on like couples to do some big thing now at weddings. Like if I ever get married, I just want us to go to Pizza Express. I want it to be over by four. And I want to be like, (laughs) right, I'm off to the premiere in. But first of all, I'm going to go to the cinema. I just don't (laughs) want any bullshit. Um, I've got a wedding story. Um, It's... It's, it's not like yours at all in like it was like I was 21 and it was my first proper big breakup you know in like the first one and it was never obviously going to work out because like we were different ages different zones of who we were but like I was 21 so I was just a hot mess and it was this girl who was like she was like my proper party drug taking friend at uni as well and she was getting married to her boyfriend who literally looked like fungus as in like he was like proper death and like everything was hair everything had sort of the same top had been sort of fermented to him over time and it was this wedding right next to the train tracks like an open train tracks and you and you're thinking like what is the budget guys like this is the beginning of a very problematic it's like one of those public that's the yeah (laughs) but um the where are they now thing (laughs) and I remember because I got, I was still really like not coping with the breakup, you know, I was 21. So I was like, I'm going to fuck everybody. Fucking have a great time. <laughs> and I, I caught the bouquet. And when I say I caught, like I fucking like pummeled for it. Like a ugly <laughs> pet. There's this picture just me like grabbing it very aggressively. And then I burst into tears. Oh, <laughs> and then... <no. laughs> And then I, sat, I got sat at a table and they did that stupid thing. And it's, you know, when you've been to a wedding, just put them on tables with people they know. Don't split your eccentric friends up and put them on. You know what I mean? Just keep your mates with. So I wasn't on a table with any of, we'd all been split up, our gang. And I was put in with the couple's table. because oh, super. Hadn't had time to realise that I wasn't in a relation anymore. So the mature 21 year old term for it. So I was with, I know also they were all young, they were all Muslim on the table, so none of them drank. So they were all like, just I mean, like, that is we're brilliant not going to drink. For the table wine though, right? But, I mean, that, or, I, that meant I drank like three bottles on my yeah, own. Yeah. And everyone was like, who is this guy? Who's that this guy who's meant. not here at the wedding? And I was like, this guy's dead to me. <laughs> 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 and I was just getting so drunk. And then the groom, his punk, band played at the wedding oh. and you could tell everyone was very upset about it <laughs> and I hadn't brought a tent we were meant to tent next to the wedding oh, we were meant no. to against and you know when you're just like it was not working and a couple who they lived at Epsom I remember this very well 
he they were like do you want to come and stay at ours you can stay on the sofa you don't need to camp because we're going to drive back tonight he's not drinking do you want to come and stay because I don't think you should be here on your own and he had a Ferrari like this car that literally couldn't fit three people in so I was like I meshed in like the back seat oh while they were in the front and you know we eventually get home to sorry and they went oh by the way um they put me in the living room and they went, we've got loads of, we've got loads of chinchillas. <laughs> <laughs> and they, we don't have them in a cage. And I was like, okay. That is information well, the- they should have told you. <laughs> so I spent the night like pissed on a sofa grieving about this relationship that was obviously never going to work out, but, you know, your first big one. And there were these chinchillas <laughs> running all over me. And in the morning, I sort of had to leave like a dirty one night stand with a couple I didn't even sleep with. It was like, <laughs> this is the worst way to start my new year as a graduate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is extraordinary. Uh, Daniel, could you, could you uh, the only one that? <laughs> I, I don't think so. The chinchillas sold it for me. But I was once, I was an usher at a friend's wedding and I was put on looking after his great aunt who was a lovely, lovely old woman, but very outspoken, but very lovely. Um, and as we went to ceremony, I went to pick her up from a little hotel room because it was all connected because they tied the whole place out for the wedding. And I went to pick her up and I, she was in a wheelchair, so I was going to wheel her in. And I noticed she wasn't wearing a hearing aid and because she, she was quite vain and she didn't want to. She said it didn't match the outfit. And I was like, well, hey, that's fine. That's all right. Until we got in, we're sat at the back and I'm sat and I put her in a place and I'm there and we're all good. And she got to know me over the wedding, so would chat to me and stuff. And as the bride started to come down, she went, oh, no, Dan, look at that dress. No, it's not for her, is it? And I was like, mm, that's just, oh, no. it's just inside voices. And she goes, no, she's a lovely looking girl, but that dress is doing nothing. It's nothing for her, Dan. It's not, isn't it? Isn't it, though? Because you were saying earlier about, I was like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't saying anything Oh, no. And she just kept commenting to the point that my friend was groom looked at him and go, so I took her out to look at the swans. And I said, should we go and look at the swans? She said, all right, we'll leave to look at the swans. <laughs> so I had to take the great on and wheel her out quietly. Oh, while she wow. said, it's just not the right dress for her. It's not, it doesn't suit the curves. Oh, and so, no. yeah, so we went and we looked at You're the like, swans. You're like, I'm not with her. Right. Yeah, because I, like, I, I was trying to diss myself. She's like, Dan, Dan, you know what you said about her earlier? I, was like, I wasn't anything about her. Was, oh my God. Yeah. You're just doing a nice thing. I was trying to be nice, yeah. So and you know, the, the greatest part too is even if she had had the hearing aid, wouldn't Would have change. stopped her at all. No. I don't change. think she would have lowered her tone. No. That's just what who she is and what she does. Yeah. <laughs> and she had a point. It wasn't the greatest wedding dress we've seen. You know, <laughs> just not the time to say it. It is. Sometimes you do go to where you're like, wow, that is your best, is it? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It must be so stressful picking out a wedding dress, though, man. Like, especially if you've got your family there. Like, I mean, just would that stop you going for like the asses chaps of a wedding dress? Like, you know what I mean? By that point, I'd just be like, I'll just put one of my Edinburgh costumes on. Like, if it saves my mum sitting there going, "Well, look, at the end of the day, you've got to think about how wonky your spine is." Oh my god! You You could wear a nice cardigan and it'd be fine. Just wear the cardigan and put the knickers on. Yeah. <laughs> At least you'll fit into the dresses. When I had my wedding dress shopping thing, um, they didn't have anything over a size 14. 
in the shop. So they said wow. like, to get into them and we'll just hold the back clothes because oh, that feels no. the same. That feels the same. <laughs> and um, there was one where I had to, and it, you know, when you're in your bra and pants with a stranger who you haven't chosen because the lady comes in with you to help you, um, you don't want to be told when you're all vulnerable, jump into it as though it's a sack race, which was one of the dresses. So she had me jumping on the spot. She also wouldn't believe that I was the size that I was. So kept bringing in smaller sizes. She was like, no, you're not. I was like, I, I, I know I am. Yeah. And then, um, and she was lovely, but she was Jamaican. She's like, oh, where I come from, you'd be worshipped like a goddess. I was like, that's lovely, but not helpful right now. <laughs> I just want a dress I can zip up. Any dress will do. Just bring me something that goes all the way to the top, please. <laughs> also, unfortunately, in saying that, you're being like, but not here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the, No one worships like, you here. Yeah, chubs. Yeah, <laughs> and bringing in like smaller sizes, but it's like this idea that no, oh no, you don't look like a 14. You look like a 10. You're like, being a 14 is fine. Being an 18 yeah. is fine. But telling me that it's wrong by convincing me I should be smaller is that's yeah. the thing that gets logged yeah. in your brain whilst yeah. you're trapped in in a well or in space or you know play you know <laughs> with, <laughs> it was my it was my friend's suggestion as well and she just wordlessly took me to the nearest pub oh. <laughs> we didn't talk about it again but yeah you got to ring a bell when you found your dream dress it wasn't really my vibe um, oh, I ended wow. up going to ring Debenhams and getting one from phase eight, like two weeks before the wedding, that had room for the amount of cider I wanted to drink yeah. on the day. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I should set up a business with this great aunt. I should find her and I said, we will do wedding <laughs> dress fittings that I'll yeah. wheel her in. And she'll go, no, not at all. I go, okay, there, that's her advice. Yeah. That's, that's basically- no fittings. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what the whole of David's bridal did to me. David's bridal was my that auntie at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> You've got David's bridal here? Yeah, don't go there. Did you oh, not wow. hear the story? <laughs> no, no, I just thought it was only a US chain because it's like notoriously bad. And I had a very similar experience with the open back. They're like, we don't have a sample in your size. And yeah. then they made me walk across the entire warehouse floor, like meatpacking district. Yeah, because that's where the mirror like is. The meat that was packed. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. <laughs> They didn't even give me a glass of like Prosecco. They clearly knew that there was nothing for me in the shop. So they were not wasting their time with freebies. I was I was quite hostile by the end. <laughs> it's a little truculent. This is why it's so like, you, you know, big fat gypsy weddings, that really racist show that used to exist in Channel yeah. 4. What I loved was just like the women who made those wedding dresses. They fucking loved those wedding dresses. Yeah. They loved you. You came in, age 14, ready to wear that dress. And they're like, we are going to make you the heaviest dress. Yeah. You are going to really struggle. But my God, are we going to love you? And we are going to make it so flammable. And that's what we want. <laughs> yep, yep. You bring in the picture, they'd make it happen for you. Oh, it's so true. Health and safety be damned. You want to be encased in wire? We've got you. We've got you back. How did that show get made? That's a whole other thing. But yeah. yeah many shows have been made that shouldn't have been. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, that's a good no jokes there, on. just us reflecting yeah, on the true. industry. Many <laughs> shows have been made that shouldn't have been. Sometimes it's just an arcade. There's no comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm having okay. such a great time. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to let you know, this is brilliant. <laughs> it's just nice to have a chat, isn't it? It is. Um, it's better than therapy. It's lovely. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the therapist just can't answer back. That's the problem. My therapist is so nice, but she's just like, yes, it is. It sounds really tough. 
And I just want her to be like, just call her a bitch. Just say that person I've told you is a, why are you sitting there next to so many plants and being so passive? (laughs) Give me an opinion. Which one of us was right? (laughs) Just light a cigarette or something. She younger. I wondered if she was younger, 30s. No, she's in. Well, I'm. I'm. She's. I'm 29. Mm-hmm. So she's like, in her like. Sh- she's like grown up. So she's probably like 40. You know. What okay, I mean? so that to me is still young. Oh. No, it is. Um, young, but I thought you meant. Okay, I thought good. you meant as in like. No, <laughs> I but I meant you meant. I, meant, I thought you meant as in younger than me. That's why. Yeah, I meant, yeah, sorry. yeah. No, so I asked. I'm, yeah. Just because, because <laughs> I've had a lot of therapists. This brain is worth thousands of pounds and dollars, but old jaded therapists will cut through the shit because they are so tired with the empathy. So I'm just saying, if you ever want to like upgrade or downgrade as the case may be. Yeah. I think I need that. I need your aunt actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I could wheel in the great aunt and she (laughs) she would get on board. She would get on board. She'd go, oh no. She sounds like a bitch. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's what I want. That's what you need sometimes. Yeah, just a great aunt. That's why this um, this my new colleague um, doesn't agree with me. Because sometimes I just need someone to listen to me and agree with my point of view. I don't want solutions. Mm. I don't want rationalization. I just want someone to go, yeah, what a bitch, and like yeah. validate my experience. And that's why I'm on Twitter all the time, just looking for people <laughs> to agree with me, <laughs> creating a special echo chamber just for me. And I'm happy in there and cozy. That sounds very right. unlike us men that we're trying to solve the problem. That doesn't sound like something we'd ever try and do. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not telling you this for a solution. Let me wallow. I want to wallow. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be annoyed with this. <laughs> but yeah, therapy, that sounds fun. Um, well, there's two different <laughs> points of view there, isn't there? I can't believe so many comedians have, you know, got to face these issues. It's, it's like there's some kind of tie between the two things. Need for attention. <laughs> I love how we've all slightly gone silent as well. Just yeah. going like, yeah. yeah. We all feel yeah. very seen. For those listening at home, we're all nodding intently. <laughs> it is a little intense, actually. I bought therapy for my boyfriend for his birthday. And he was like, why have you got me that? And I thought, I'm sorry. You should be thanking me for how you were going to feel for the next year of lockdown. Because this is what I call an investment. <laughs> I was like, you can pick the therapist, but that is what this money is going on. That and dominoes. (laughs) The pizza or the game? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, the pizza. The pizza. Uh, That's the right answer. (laughs) You got your boyfriend a set of dominoes and therapy for his birthday. (laughs) I can see why your relationship at 21 (laughs) ended. It's all making sense now. (laughs) Oh, no, I was terrible. That's the catch. It's too true. I just can't offer anything more. <laughs> I, that's a very thoughtful gift. Did he express any interest in that, or was it in post? No, he no, he didn't enjoy me playing this like grade one piece of piano music either when I blindfolded him and took him to King's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been a, what a what a day, what a birthday that would have been for him. I learned this for you. It took eight years. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, um, guilty pleasures is the category. <laughs> Being blindfolded and going to King's Cross, that was always my main one. Well, yeah. I, this this might be a match. 
not even to play the piano just to just to freak people out <laughs> i don't know what guilty this isn't a guilty pleasure i think this is something that again holds ref this relates to what teddy was talking about the things that hold in your brain but someone there's a comedian i've only met three times who three times was wasn't necessarily the friendliest but has blocked me in twitter and i don't know why but it really makes me laugh going and trying to get onto their profile and then being told you've been blocked because it just feels like i don't know why but it's like there's something so like what how why but that's so ridiculous this is silly i'm bored <laughs> and every time i'm sort of like god i don't matter the world is a terrible place i'm worthless what's the point of my life i then go someone blocked me on twitter they bothered to do that they for took something the time. i didn't or i don't know maybe i was like can you fucking pay attention to how to get out of all well but <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I'm going to push you in and you're going to learn something. I'm going to yeah. give you this book. So you have what, no idea. Genuinely none. Fascinating. And it's really like, I don't know if you guys have got something like that, but it's sort of like, it's like that weird, like, it's like that little like, oh, like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's like a sort I get it. You're like, you know, I was too job. much. Yeah. I was yeah. too much. I'm into <laughs> it. Yeah. Someone felt that strongly about it there's something it's, yeah it's sadomasochistic do you know what i mean there's something because yeah. sa- you know it's not necessarily good for you to relish and focus on those things but there is something really obsessive about it and i don't mm. know if that is a guilty pleasure but there is it's like the release you get when you've done a leg wax you know that immediate like shock and then the heat that comes across your leg and you're like is that pleasurable or is it not or like after a big spank and you're a bit like oh <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, having my own views. I've got the same views as the wedding dress on that one. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, maybe it's an accident as well. And you've created this whole narrative in your head that is like, somehow they've got something against you. But it was just a slip of them. <laughs> I'll call them on my deathbed and be like, why? And they'll be like, what? Oh, shit. Sorry. No idea. <laughs> Did oh, we get everyone that day? <laughs> I think I was just, I think I sat on my phone. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my spirit can rest. (laughs) She's free. (laughs) I really like this as a guilty pleasure because I thought we were going to go down the route of like movies or bad songs. And there's so much psychological depth to that one. All I could think of was tinned hot dogs and it just doesn't have the same ring. (laughs) Oh, that's... But I mean, that's good though. Yeah. Tin yeah, hot dogs. There's psychology there in its own way, I think. Talk to me about the tin hot dogs. <laughs> well, where do I start with the guilty aspect of it? I mean, I don't know. Could... The ethical issues? There's yeah. ethical issues. There's health issues. There's just like you're Directly a disgusting out the tin? What's just, woman. What's your perfect serve? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that feeling of like, I'm going to reach down. Like, if the last one falls, like, I might cut myself for this last little. hot dog down there it's a real it's a real self-loathing kind of snack yeah there have been times there have been times do you yeah do you serve them in a bun or are you just eating them directly no no they're right they're just coming right out of there like a child's fingers (laughs) (laughs) i I support this 
that's a celebration of life they're already digested there's something so comforting about like somebody's done the work for me and all i have to do is taste the sodium it's been my job yeah that's my job melts in the mouth hot (laughs) i bet they're really good with like a crisp glass of sancerre as well like a really glamorous (laughs) glass of sancerre and then you're just like like a beautiful Mm. seal just going oh (laughs) I don't know how we've never hung out off, but we're gonna, we're gonna. (laughs) I could be really fun once I've taken some Ritalin. Yeah. (laughs) There's, um, I feel like there's an Edinburgh Fringe poster in that somewhere. (laughs) Just. (laughs) But not in space, dressed as Sandra Bullock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That actually is a good show poster, and I, I will probably never do an Edinburgh show again. But if I do, yeah. I don't think anyone will, to be honest, at the moment. I don't think anybody will. Yeah, there's not <laughs> going to be many Edinburgh shows for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I left my money with them last year. I don't know if that was a good choice. Yeah, I've still got money. <laughs> Safe investment. Well. Yeah. I paid for my venue as well. Yeah, I so did we. I totally forgot. Oh, shit. Well, actually, now you mention it, I think I need to make a call <laughs> think, after this. I think we are all owed money. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that money is there anymore. I've come out of this very well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Not that was so, the w- yeah. one time of the year where I could be like a really fun person. Because <laughs> you're just like, you're just always drunk with your mates. Just like, but and everyone's flirting bit in that fun, like way you flirt in the first week of Freshers Week where it's all just like really chill and like, wait, and everyone's like, whoa, acapella group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so insane the rest of the time because in london you're just like if you live in the city everyone's like do you want to do something cool late at night and you're like absolutely not no. absolutely <laughs> not and i'm like what yeah walking distance to a hill let's, yeah let's watch the sunrise <laughs> and make a drum circle ah uh, see now i feel bad that i did <laughs> last year i was just grateful because i did not have a good show so i was <laughs> like this is probably for the best <laughs> i still remember like the morning of like it was 2017 like 2017 it was the day of like they were announcing the nominations and I'd been like I wouldn't hadn't been able to sleep and I was really like stressed out and then I went and hooked up with this guy and he was like I'm gonna take you somewhere amazing (laughs) and I was like cool where are you gonna take me and he's like I'm gonna take you to Arthur's seat and I was a bit like Oh, bitch no. please yeah. and then but he took me because I was like yeah this is really hot and then we like it was all wet and it was really like it wasn't one of the nice sunrises that people Instagram it's like oh. the sort of like it's like a Sherlock Holmes type of moody some like moody but it's not evocative enough to do a you know a snapchat and and then we were boning and then I got stung by like six wasps which I didn't even know was possible and just like not like the proper big dangerous ones, like the like sort of really annoying, like, I don't know, but anyway, I just got stung in all the key areas and oh. the areas that you often like grind against it, well not grind, but sort of flap against each other when you're doing a big show. <laughs> and it was just like, I have never had to put pseudocreme on so many areas of prior, like just before a big show as well. And you just feel out of all the days when you haven't slept and you've been- yeah being fingered and you've been boned by six wasps and you're like and I've been allowed to see but it wasn't worth it like all these feelings and then you've got to do a show to 35 people who hate you I'm, I'm astounded yeah. that this wasn't in your father's book 
This is a much when more being boned, scenario than the well. Is I this think. the missing yeah. chapter? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. That was yeah. the new edition, wasn't it? <laughs> You're the first edition. I'm going to send you a picture because when I turned 16, he bought me a book called The Stories of Women by Lives. And it was the stories of bisexual women around the world. He was like, I thought this would be interesting because do you remember when you came out last year? Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, daddy. That's quite heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> if you meet a lesbian in a well. <laughs> yeah. Don't roll in um, a load yeah. of bees. Beware um, of the wasps. That's, yeah, that's what I call coming out yeah. of a well. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to usher you out. Maybe that's what the book was. Maybe you got an early vibe about you. And he's like, hey. Yeah. It's how you come out. Coming out of my well and I've been doing just fine. I don't know why I picked that song. That's, like that's my said. guilty pleasure, that song. Oh, hey, there you, there you we go. go. The killers, yeah. I don't. Dan I, brought it round. I don't understand when it became like guilty. I put. I wrote this in. Um, a t- I had to do this. It was really fun, actually. I would recommend you do it. I had to make a fancy album of ten songs, but the songs all had to be in the same place they were on the album they came from. So oh, if it was number seven on the album it had to be your number seven on your fancy album it's really hard because a lot of there are a lot of good track sevens to be honest and a lot of the artists that (laughs) went on the list weren't even in my top 10 they just had they just had to make them fit I went through about 20 different Bowie um greatest hits to find the the missing one you wanted (laughs) but yeah the killers when did it become like uncool to like the killers because i've seen them live a a lot yeah and there was a time when i used to go and see them people like oh yeah the killers and then it got to a oh right and then got to huh Okay, mate. Oh, you're that guy. Well done, you. yeah, you're that great. guy, are you? Yeah. Good for you. So when did Good that for happen? You. Is that when he became like he got really Mormon, didn't he? Like he became like hardcore Mormon. Like he was always a Mormon, but then yeah. he was like, he would like that would be Full his opening Mormon. sentence. He was like, I'm yeah. a I'm a Mormon. I think yeah, the wow. worst thing that I ever saw <laughs> at Live Kick was when he brought his wife onto the stage and she got booed because there were so many women in the audience that fancied him. They booed her. Like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. Oh, wow. That takes a very certain type of woman to boot. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you've got to say, it's better than trolling, because they were there with their own faces, doing it to his face. It was more honest than trolling, but it was very brutal. You had to take it, you put it back in very quickly. We almost had a chance if it weren't for you. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, wow. It was, I was just like, I, I don't back this. No. Did you go no. like I'm not? I'm not booing. No, no. <laughs> I'm all for you. Yeah. I yeah. always find it's weird because you. I kind of always find it a turn on when you know that they're married in their sense. They're like, oh, good on you. Like you're in a stable, loving, rela- like yeah. absolutely. Like, oh my god, that's great. Like, oh, you just you met someone who you committed to, and you've got a family. Oh, mm. lovely. <laughs> it's why Jamie Dornan is just consistently. <laughs> fit because he's so stable <laughs> oh wow the bar for men is so low <laughs> that's all you want it's stable the core of the year, oh, it's it? so it's stable like... he's so stable <laughs> honestly that's stabilize me stabilize me thus you gift therapy to people yeah. be the stable man i need you yeah. to be work on this just want someone who can love me but also be my guarantor on a flat like that's what I want find yourself a guy that can do both um right (laughs) 
Well, I think the, that that's bizarrely the ends. It has been Is a it? I know. How did that happen? That was quick. Oh, don't I know, go. I don't want to go back really to being on my own with my cat. Can we go through this again? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, guys, let's go to a wedding. Let's yeah. go to a wedding. Let's do a podcast where we go to weddings. Talk loudly about the bride. Yes. I believe there are so many couples who'd be like, oh my God, we hired a podcast to do a podcast at our wedding. I bet you there's a fucking oh, like this. We should totally do this. There's but a lot you can of only free... get away with one and actually say the shit that you want to say, right? Some people are masochistic or they want to be the one that you're not mean about and they're so confident. Yeah. That yeah. they let you. Yeah. Like, you know, it's actually statues, a brilliant idea. Honestly, I'll start up a doodle. Let's put some days in. Yeah. Okay. June 21st, we can book some stuff in. It will be in Edinburgh. August is free. Yeah. <laughs> Booking the weddings. Stay Bond and opera with the shore of Sota, the drought of March hath passed to the rota <laughs> and bothered every vein and switched liquor. Of which virtue engendered is the flaw. One zephyr ache with his sway to breath and spirit hath and his holden heath. The tender croppers, it keeps going. Leonardo, Michelangelo so and Donatello make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Oh, yeah. Smaller fullers, mock a melodia that slip in all the knits with open ear and palmers for to say can strand is strand is. I can't even translate it anymore. I mean, it's not a translation. It's just English. It's fucked up English. Yeah, that the remix so much we never knew we needed. I yeah. Let's record that at one of the weddings. We'll, okay, we'll perform it live. Yeah. While they waltz in the corner. Yeah. And I'll do a Houdini act to the background where you can bet how long it'll take it to get out of the hole they've dug in the bottom. <laughs> Escape you from the well. <laughs> and I'll just roll this ball for no reason. <laughs> oh, we you can go on all did, weddings. Do you ring? Because I love that noise. Did you do it today? Yeah. Did you, did you do it today? <laughs> I couldn't hear it. I was literally like, you heard the music too, didn't you? <gasps> Grandmother. It is a wonderful sound, yeah. isn't it? it it's is. a good noise. What do you officially call that apparatus? It's a bingo ball. A bingo ball, okay. Yeah. We didn't use any of our special tricks, did we? We didn't, no, we were just having That's a nice chat. Do you know what, yeah. that was fine. That's, arguably, the rules I came up with were too convoluted because I didn't want them to be the same as other podcasts that were very similar. But um, it's fine. I love that. <laughs> I had a really nice, I feel really relaxed. Oh. Yeah. I want to know. I see you guys not as my competitors, but my colleagues. Mm. <laughs> it was a very closely run race. You um, you picked up some points there at the ends as well, Taylor. <laughs> like when you just burst into recital. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it, was a, it, was a, it was a competition, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you got chaucered, bitch. But it's, but it's okay because oh, yeah. you, you still won. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh. It was really close. It was 12, 12, I never 15, win anything. So, um, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna eat dom- I'm gonna eat dominoes now. Genuinely, my partner left during this because we're watching the final episode of The Wire season four tonight. Oh my god. And so we're getting we're getting dominoes. It's a special treat. Well, that's cool. true. We're living the wow. early twenties life. Yeah, <laughs> you're that's <a> amazing. <laughs> it's just like the BBC that there aren't any prices. So um, it's just the glory. I can give you a repeat of badge or <laughs> whatever. It's your friendship. 
Also, it sounds like your pizza budget just went through the roof because the therapy's not being had. So that's a lot of pizza. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Get get some sides as well. I mean, he's already gone to get it. So who knows? Chicken strippers. They have stuff called chicken strippers. I can't eat it because my dad used to be a delivery driver and he'd get a staff pizza every day. But his his shift, he did three a week. His shift was six till midnight. So three nights a week, me and my mum had two dinners. <laughs> One of them was at midnight and it was pizza. <laughs> it was a bad time in our house. It was this a, sounds great. It was I a like gassy that. time. Midnight it pizza. was a chunky time. It, it was, was a gassy time. <laughs> it was. It was a gassy time, my right. child. That's the beginning like, of Edward Scissorhands. A complicated relationship with lactose began there. Oh, dear. Oh, mate. But, um, yeah, this has been an absolute joy. You are now free to leave the comedy arcade. Thank you for everyone for listening. Oh, thank you, Vix. Thank you. Thanks, Vix. <laughs> so this has good. been fucking excellent. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends. Also, tell us. We're in all the usual places on all the social media. And if you didn't like it, I've been Sean Walsh and this is What's Upset You Now. The USP is It's Only 15 Minutes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.